Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. So good to be with you today, everybody. Um, Wherever you're listening from, wherever you're at, I am happy to be with you today. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. We love our listeners. We absolutely do. We wouldn't be here if if it wasn't for you. (laughs) And we're thankful that you're listening in today. And um, it's always awesome when we run into people who tell us, hey, we love listening to your radio program. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'll be honest, Pastor Luke, sometimes it kind of feels like we're just two guys in a recording studio. Yeah, we don't ever yeah. have an audience. Nobody ever gives us like a like a nonverbal feedback or verbal <laughs> feedback. We don't really know if we're doing it, doing the right things. <laughs> yeah, are we doing a good job? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> so it's great. It's great when we have what's going on <laughs> when we have some some people. We run into people and say, yeah. I've even had people out in public, and I'm we strike up a conversation, and they'd be like, Hey, are you on the radio? I recognize your voice. That's pretty cool. And uh, so that that's only happened once. But it was pretty awesome. I felt pretty cool when it happened. Yeah, but. unless you know somebody's listening. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly why it feels good. That's why it feels good. Somebody's listening. Yeah. And it's not just going to nobody. Uh-huh. We love our listeners and so glad that you're tuning in. And Pastor Jim's got a great message. Yeah, he, he's got an awesome message this week. And it was a message he preached during our 21 days of prayer and fasting, which we had mentioned yesterday is, is over for us now. But man, it was an incredible message about being ready of, of how shall we live in these last days. And he's preaching from that first chapter in Revelation. Uh, where John is kind of introducing uh, what the book is going to be about. And he's introducing the the revelation that he has of Jesus. And this is an incredible message just with the idea of, man, our world is going crazy. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be an expert in, in eschatological. Yeah, yeah. You know, in end times prophecy, for some reason I can't get that word today. But you don't have to be an expert in end times prophecy to notice our world is going crazy. Mm-hmm. And so how do you live... When our world is like this, mm-hmm. Pastor Tim has got the answers from the book of Revelation today. He's got wonderful things to talk about. And really, when I think about this, Pastor Aaron, it, it, you ask me, like, how, how are we supposed to live with the world's going crazy? <laughs> yeah. Opposite of the world. <laughs> Just do the exact opposite of the world. I'm a big Seinfeld guy. Yeah. Um, and George Costanza came to the ultimate light bulb realization in his life that if he just does the opposite, then he'll do everything correct. Yes. If he does the opposite of his natural instincts, uh-huh. everything is going to be right. And I think there's even a line in the show that says, this is my new religion, Jerry. This is what I live for. And you really, the, I would say that we need to be doing that as Christians, in the opposite of the world. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Let's go to the message. So when we see things seemingly spiraling out of control, evil men getting worse and worse, darkness seemingly overtaking America, overtaking this world, we wonder how it's all going to end up. It's going to end up like the Bible says it's going to end up. God is working out his eternal plan, his eternal purpose. We're in the midst of that plan and purpose. He's ultimately victorious in, the, in that purpose, and because of that, we can trust him. And, and as the Bible says, let not your heart be troubled. Don't be troubled because we belong to God. His plan is perfect. He's working it all out to God be the glory. Somebody say amen to that. How did Jesus reveal himself? Well, in verse 5, he reveals himself as the faithful witness. 
the faithful witness. Jesus always speaks and represents the truth. He's faithful to his Father. He's faithful to the Word. He's faithful to his promises. He's faithful to us, his people. Matter of fact, in the book of Timothy, it tells us if we deny the Lord, if we're unfaithful to God, God will continue to be faithful. Our unfaithfulness does not diminish his his faithfulness at all. He continues to be faithful to who he is and what he has promised. Somebody say amen to that. He also reveals himself in verse 5 as the firstborn from the dead. Firstborn. Did you know that literally means first in rank or the preeminent one? When the Bible says he's the firstborn Jesus, it means that he's not the first one created, but because he is the eternal son of God. What it means is that he is the preeminent one. First in rank. We understand this out of Psalm 89, 27, when it says, I shall make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Now, this is talking about David, that God was going to make him his firstborn, the highest or the preeminent one. And God did that. David was not the firstborn. He was the youngest in the family. And then God elevated him and gave him a position of prominence or preeminence. And so that's also Jesus. But listen also, it says this in 1 Corinthians 15, 20. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So when the Bible says he's the firstborn from the dead, it means that he's the preeminent one to God be the glory. He's given him a name above every name, right? The name of Jesus. He is the object of our worship and praise. He's above all things, and all things belong unto him, the firstborn. But also, he is the firstborn or the first one resurrected from the dead, and that because he now lives, because he was resurrected, there is a promise that we also shall follow as believers. There is a resurrection from the dead, promised to you and I. He's the first one the Father resurrected. We also then will follow. He's gone before us. He is victorious. We also shall be victorious. Firstborn, firstborn. Praise the Lord, right? The Bible says he is the, in verse 5, that he is the ruler, the ruler over the kings of the earth. I love this. He's the ruler over the kings or presidents or prime ministers or people in authority. He's the ruler. Listen, the Bible tells us in Psalm 110, verses 5 and 6, it says this, The Lord is at your right hand. He shall execute kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the nations. He shall fill the places with dead bodies. He shall execute the heads of many countries. Now, this is a prophetic psalm talking about the second return of Christ to this earth. And that when the Lord returns to this earth, he's coming, and boy, he's ticked off. He's coming in judgment. He's coming to execute kings. He's coming to express his judgment and his wrath on sin. The Bible says he's going to judge the nations. He's going to fill the places with dead bodies. You can read about this fulfillment in Revelation chapter 19. God does this. He does this. He's the ruler over all kings. The Bible says he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Am I right about that? the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because he's the ruler over all kings, ultimately the King of kings and Lord of lords, God controls who becomes king and who doesn't. 
God regulates what kings can and cannot do, and God will ultimately triumph over all the kings of this world. You guys agree with that? You guys agree with that? God ultimately is in control. He sets kings into office. He removes kings from office. He's ultimately the sovereign king, the king of all kings, and he regulates what they can and they cannot do, and he's ultimately victorious over all of them. So, we have a president, the president of the United States. I don't know if this wrecks your theology or anything, but God put him in office. And we are in an election year, and in November we will choose another president. And ultimately we will cast our vote, and we will, we will vote our Christian values, and we will pray and ask God to give us a righteous king or a righteous leader, give us godly leaders. Am I right about that? We'll pray. But ultimately, the, the answer belongs to the Lord. He's ultimately in control. He is king of all kings, Lord of all lords. And God has reasons Far beyond our understanding of why all this is happening, the Bible tells us that the secret things belong to the Lord. And there are some reasons why, or or, or some uh, understandings that are just simply past our finding out. Why, Lord, him? Why, Lord, her? Why are all these things taking place? I'm telling you, he is the ruler of the kings. He sits sovereign over this earth. Heaven is his throne. Earth is his footstool. God is in control. We need to trust him even though we many times don't understand him. Somebody say amen to that. And maybe we don't even agree with it. Well, if I was God, I certainly would do it different. Well, let's humble ourselves. Who has been his counselor? When I was a kid, I used to have this list that I would keep of all of the questions that I was going to ask God when I got to heaven about pretty much all of the things that I thought were wrong with the world. Okay. Um, you know, as a little boy, why do mosquitoes exist? Yeah. Um, that is a big concern of children, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> why? And I can't remember all of the things, but I remember at one point learning that eating too much sugar was bad for you. Oh. And that was going to be on the list too. Is like, God, why, if some was so good. Why is, can't I eat as much as I want? Everyone hates that one. <clears throat> and I don't remember everything else, but I, I li- literally had a list as a kid of things, big questions, you know, as a young four, five, six-year-old boy that I was going to ask God when I got to heaven. Okay. And <clears throat> I remember coming to a point where I shared this list with my dad and he said, Aaron, I think when you're going to get to heaven, you're just going to be so in awe of God that all of those things won't matter. It's possible. <clears throat> and I was like, you know, Dad, you're probably right. But I think it's, it's interesting that we, we all have those moments, Pastor Luke, where we would think, man, if I was God, mm-hmm. I oh. would do things differently. Uh-huh. And Pastor Tim is kind of addressing that here. And he's like, listen, God is ruler. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is, he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And then he quotes this passage of, who is the Lord's counselor? Mm-hmm. The answer is nobody. Yeah. Yes. Right. He, he is almighty God. He doesn't need me to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've did um, over the last uh, probably four years and three and a half years now, I have done a, uh, more study on the character of God. Mm. And I've learned something, Pastor Aaron, 
is that the more you understand the character of God, the person, even you could say the personality of God, mm-hmm. the more everything makes sense. Wow, that's super good. Unpack that. Okay, so it's it's a long because I've been <laughs> studying this out for so many years now. You can't. We've got like you know forty seconds left in the in our time today. But I I would say this is that a lot of the things that people are very upset about God with. Yeah. Why is there a hell? Um, you know, why is there evil people in the world? Why do people get sick? Yeah. And yeah. all these things, they. We get upset about these things, but the more you understand who God truly is, Mm -hmm. the more you have peace with the world and your life. Wow. That's all I I can say that for a fact. And like I said, there's definitely not enough time to unpack everything, (laughs) but God is doing things the right way. Right. Let me just say that. That's so good. And stay course, stay faithful. Yeah, stay faithful. Be ready for his return. Mm, That's good. I love it. We'll be right back here, everybody, tomorrow morning. Walking Walking in in his word. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find more information at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see you at church one day. Please do not be a stranger.